Welcome to the Body Mind Spirit Show with me, your host, Coach Rita Hurry. Welcome to the Body Mind Spirit Show with me, your host, Coach Rita Hurry. Welcome everyone to the Body Mind Spirit Show. Today I have another special guest who I'm so looking forward to chatting to. Her name is Leslie Hunter and she is the president of Resume Makeover. Leslie, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Rita. I'm so happy to be here. It's my pleasure. So when I was doing my almost my little investigation of you, my research of you. Um, I discovered that you are just an all-rounder in a lot of different areas. Like you've won and taken part in pageants. You're an, an amazing pianist, a blogger, and you're president of Resume Makeover. I mean, can you tell me what keeps you inspired and just a little bit about all this, all these great things that you do? Sure, sure. Thank you. You make me sound so good. Yes. Um, <laughs> so yes, in terms of what keeps me inspired, um, a couple different things in everything that I do, I um, really love to inspire and help others. Um, that relates to all the aspects you mentioned, for example, in uh, my business, resume makeover, um, I, which I've had for over six years now, I um, help individuals um, with their resumes, but it's more than just their resume. A lot of people are going through difficult changes, um, have been laid off. Uh, one of my clients before he came to me was literally out of work for two years. And um, I mean, as you can imagine, that is pretty devastating for, for most people, unless they're literally, you know, intending to take that time off. Um, and so, you know, uh, so a lot of the people that um, I work with, uh, some are just, you know, looking to get better jobs, but then oftentimes are going through really big life changes where they're having difficulties. So, you know, even just writing their resume and, and you know, most of my clients um, do find work, you know, shortly, shortly after, you know, th thank goodness. And so I've had clients um, say, wow, you know, one lady I didn't know personally, she invited that I wrote her resume, she invited me to her wedding. And I was oh, like, wow. wow, that's so sweet. And she was like, um, yeah, you helped me through like a super critical time. And I loved your energy. And on top of that, like I had trouble finding work, you know, before kind of this revamp and it super like revitalized my self-esteem and I love my new job. And so, you know, that's just even just through writing and resume writing is obviously I'm sure you know, with the writing and aspects, you can understand Rita too, that you can really inspire and make a difference. So, um, you know, with pageantry, um, I, you mentioned that discussed a little bit as well um, yeah. about some of my, my um, activities with pageantry. I've been doing that um, since my, not, not super young, like some people, but uh, more like closer to my early twenties, late teens, and uh, a title that I held when I lived in Los Angeles um, a few years ago was Mrs. Pasadena. And so that was great because a lot of people um, look at pageant queens and yes, 
We do wear the crowns. There is obviously an element of glamour to it. But one of the things that really impacted me um, was that I was asked to come in and uh, be a special guest reading. And I also, as you mentioned, play classical piano, playing piano and reading to kids that were from uh, very underserved communities. um, And they did not have a lot of opportunity in the community. And so going in and many of these kids were of color. So going in and just simply reading to them um, from, especially with other African-American and, um, you know, people of color that were authors really inspired them. Um, I just, I'm, I was almost like blown away how much these kids really, you know, looked up to me and, um, some of the other people involved in the event, um, as role models, they needed that support and walking away from that specific event, it was called Chocolate Storytime uh, Reading Event at, at one of the libraries in Pasadena. The Pasadena Library really helped them, but it also made me feel so good inside. I mean, more than any title itself, more than any high paying client, this intrinsic value felt so important to me. So you know, I also try to really inspire people through um, my blog, as you mentioned, a blog as well, and and have inspirational topics on uplifting people, especially women. So I could go on and on, but those are just some examples <laughs> of um, what keeps me motivated. And I also really, you know, doing all of these things and really doing my best to do them as well as possible, of course, I um, also am inspired um due to wanting to be the best version of myself. I, I don't really call myself a competitive person in terms of with others, but I am, I guess you could say, if I am competitive, it's with myself. I'm always thinking, you know, um, am, I, am I better than I was the previous day? So as long as I'm improving myself and getting better and helping others, you know, that's, that's what I'm all about. I'm on the right track. Yeah, I think what I love about that is the fact that with everything that you've done, it's it's been rewarding in the sense that you've given to people a lot more than it's just also taking for yourself. So, for example, like when you were talking about resume writing and the depth of um, connection that you have to make with your clients, you know, some people think, oh, it's very practical, but it's not. There, there's got to be that connection for you to, to know the person to be able to do the makeover completely. And same with the um, pageants as well. You know, you, you did more then obviously, as you said, it's not just about wearing the crown, it's about giving back to society, giving back to those um, who need that support as well. I mean, do you, did it? does it make you feel more complete when you're doing these activities? And is that what's important to you, is that you get that essence of completeness for yourself and that you're giving back as well as, you know, doing the, the day-to-day actions from it? One hundred percent. Yes. Um, to answer that, it, it absolutely makes me feel complete. In fact, you know, with without, um, you know, I I feel not as complete. So I guess that <laughs> I guess those activities that I do keep up my my business and you know um, other other activities that maybe aren't my primary source of income outside of my business. But as you mentioned, you know, in the pageantry or blog, um, those 
with, without them, I, I really don't feel full or complete. So those are almost, I guess you could say, um, requirements. <laughs> I almost consider them just for, for my sense of being completely fulfill, fulfilled. And of course, um, helping others through those activities are like a main driver, you know, of uh, helping me to feel satisfied and complete. And not just like you said, not just doing everyday action to keep busy, but feeling a strength and a a spiritual fulfillment, even from what I do. Yeah, because it's so easy for us as, you know, as career women to um, get so focused on the day to day activities, you know, got to do this, yeah. I've got to meet this um, quota or I've, I've got to make this amount of money that it's so easy to lose ourselves and our essence in that arena and the fact that you do all these other activities to almost give yourself that sense of purpose and that sense of, yeah, this is for me, this is my, um, you know, my kind of piece that I want to give as extra apart from, as we said, the regular actions. So, you know, I, I love the way that that kind of, when I, when you're, you're saying that in my head, I'm getting this complete woman kind of picture that we all strive to be like in terms of fulfilling ourselves in it with our career, but a lot of certain areas we, we miss and we just think, oh, work will fill that up, but it's not necessarily the case. I mean, I'm just putting that out there. Well, what are your thoughts when I'm saying that? Or if it doesn't make sense, just tell me, Leslie. <laughs> sure. Well, again, I'm, 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 even though you're not trying to, it's, it's a flattering uh, thing. It's a very, I'm um, very grateful and appreciative um, when you say that you hear these things, you kind of gather um, an idea of the complete woman. I think that, you know, um, of course, from that aspect, Thank you. And then, yes, I do agree that whether it's someone that, you know, um, I do agree that that is an element of being complete. Completeness is, you know, it's it's subjective in some ways, I think that. But I also agree that having someone's, how do you say, a woman's hands in, in different areas can mm-hmm. facilitate um, uh, can facilitate an, uh, a feeling of completeness. Now, having hands in different areas in my mind, isn't necessarily the same as just running around ragged. Of course, we don't want to like yeah. run around and do 10 different things, yeah. and so, <laughs> which, you know, right. Which I'm sure you, you know, and understand too, because that's, that's stressful, but at the same time, you know, um, which, you know, just knowing you, me and you have even touched on before about, um, not putting, not putting all, um, of our, how do you say there's a saying eggs, I guess, one basket basket. (laughs) Um, and, and hoping that, you know, and if that falls apart, having our whole life fall apart, no, that's, that's, that's not a good thing. So, and in the sense for me, of you know, having my business, which of course helps me to help people and also helps me to make money, but then music, which is fulfilling to me and that I happen to have done since a very young age. And, you know, which also 
uh, just even as therapeutic for me and writing and and the blog, which isn't, you know, facilitating, I guess, on a daily basis, the type of money I am from resume makeover, but it's so just like, again, therapeutic and it helps others just having like balance, whatever that is for people. Some people could be running their business and working out and meditating, you know, but whatever it is, having different, different um, aspects you know, of our existence um, that are, uh, that fulfill us, even if different ways to kind of help round things out and keep us balanced. That is uh, what I feel helps as, as women, especially uh, to make a complete woman. Yeah, definitely. I love that. So tell us more about Resume Makeover. Yes. So Resume Makeover is you can probably tell by the title, it's a um, resume <laughs> uh, resume um, writing uh, company that I've had uh, for over six years now. Also, um, so resume services are provided, uh, uh, basically take, it's, it's as of now, almost a one woman shop. I do have uh, some vendors that that work with me, but essentially it's, it's me at this, um, me at this time. And for resume makeover, uh, I have clients from different backgrounds, anywhere from um, entry level individuals that just graduated from high school and college that are super fresh to uh, employment uh, up to, you know, C-suite level executives that have had 25 plus years of, you know, very, very intensive experience and then everywhere in between. And, you know, I have something called a uh, CPRW. It stands for Certified Professional Resume uh, Writer Credential. I almost call it like the CPA type of credential for resume <laughs> writing. It's a, a similar type of um you know, uh, credential for my, for my industry. And it really helps me to, to be able to deal with clients from all specialties. I mean, I've, I, I, I don't think I can think of, especially I haven't done, I even wrote a preacher's resume like, oh, wow. like earlier this year, but, uh, we get a lot of healthcare marketing, it, you know, um, COOs and CEOs. So, um, yes. Um, in addition to resume writing itself, um, and revamping someone's resume or even writing it in, in some uh, situation from, from scratch. Um, I'll offer cover, I offer cover letters, bios, you know, additional items, reference letters that are helpful to the job application process. And I would say 95% of my uh, business um, is, has to do with clients looking for jobs, but um, 5% or a little more will be small business owners that are really interested in um, me writing content for their websites, uh, content to market their products, things like that. So it's a combination of resume writing and additional copywriting. That's great. You never know. I might be using your services. Yeah, call me up. <laughs> <laughs> Right. This is why I love these interviews because I get to learn more about, you know, I thought I knew a lot, but no, there's always something to learn about Leslie. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> so, lots of layers, lots of yeah. layers. <laughs> and that's good. That keep, keeps us all on our toes. That's good. <laughs> so, I mean, during this time, obviously with the whole um, pandemic situation, which has hit us globally, there are a lot of um, women and, of course, men as well that are thinking about changing their career. What advice would you give someone who is thinking of that right now? 
Yes, I would say, I would advise anyone who's thinking about doing something new or, or making a change to follow, you know, follow your intuition. What did they say? You know, never underestimate the power of a woman's intuition. And I think this can apply to men too, but, you know, I think as women, we're, we're very intuitive. So if, if, if you're feeling that guttural instinct to gravitate towards something new, go for it, but also make sure to, before fully diving in to do your research uh, construct and strategize a plan, you know, write down projected costs, expenses, et cetera, to make sure that logistically things are feasible. Um, but if you're, if you're feeling that pull, you know, go for it. Just, just plan as well as you can before completely, uh, jumping in with cold feet. Mm, yeah. Cause I guess a lot of us, we, we follow the, well, should I come out of my comfort zone? You know, is, is it, is this the time to actually do it? And then instead of actually, as you said, and quite rightly said, listening to our intuition, it's easy to take that step back and go against that and think, okay, no, I'm just going to stay here because although I don't like it, I f- it's safe. What would you say to, to someone who was feeling like that? I think, yeah, that's, that's a good point because I, I, I believe that it happens more often maybe than not um, about that feeling. Um, I under I would say to anyone who's going through that thought is that I understand because security is important and that's not necessarily all the time financial security. It could be just mental, like you mentioned, safeness, security, not having to go through change or even if it's not negative, some sort of upheaval. Um, so I would say to that person, I understand where you're coming from. However, if it doesn't feel completely right or mostly right in your gut, if you're feeling like you're there um, uh, and making a sacrifice for something that seems to feel right in the moment, but is not uh, maybe what you deep down feel that you should do, eventually you're either going to be unhappy, or um, you're going to, you know, either resent what you're doing or negative feeling just from my experience or from talking with others that have maybe stayed in something longer, but saying, well, you know, it's not what I, I don't really like it at all, but it's paying my bills or, you know, there's going to come a time where most likely you're going to feel um, like you're not fulfilled completely. And so you're probably going to eventually make a change you know, anyway. So I would say if you're kind of getting that inkling, especially if you haven't just been in the job for a short time, like I wouldn't say after a month and you're like, oh, I hate this. Let me leave. But if you've been doing that, (laughs) right. I mean, follow through, there is something to be said for sticking, you know, sticking through to some degree, but, but, um, but if you've been in a kind of feeling a little bit stuck in a place for, um, you know, a long or long enough period of time, you know, if you ignore those feelings of I need to do something better, bigger for myself, better for myself, or more liberating and XYZ sense, you know, don't don't ignore that feeling, even if you were to stay in the current job a little bit more, but kind of setting up things, researching, really planning to, you know, for, um, to make that exit, I, I would I would highly advise that because you don't want to end up 
you know, five years later after your thought of, of leaving from where you're at, um, staying there and saying, wow, I'm like even more unhappy. And now I feel even more stuck and, you know, always make, um, uh, a plan, listen to your gut. Um, but also listen to, uh, logic and kind of, I, I would advise to maybe try to fuse both. Don't suppress your passion, but also make sure that if you do leave, it's not like, okay, I'm just going to leave. And I have no plan, you know, try to try to cultivate something, you know, as you're getting that feeling that you want out. Yeah, that is such a great answer. And I think a lot of women and men, if they're listening, will actually take that and should take that on board. Because like you said, we've got to have some sort of plan And we've also got to have, you know, even just trying it, say, you know, many people who would love to start a business and not work the nine to five, doing the business while you're working the nine to five will give you that experience to, is it something you really want to go through with, or actually has the nine to five, is the nine to five going to give you something that little bit more? So loved your answer. That was great. thanks (laughs) so what tips can you share I mean obviously not giving too much away but what tips can you share about writing a good resume that people should think about sure it's funny I would say you know you get it you'd probably get a shorter answer if the question was what tips can I not share (laughs) 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 but I know what you mean I mean there's so many things I technically could you know, advice, but I'll definitely share a couple of things um, to mine. And I don't mind, I don't mind sharing at all. But um, so one of the things would be um, definitely use powerful action verbs on your resume. Um, A lot of people um, may use the line responsible for, responsible for executing, you know, relationship management, responsible for handling paperwork, responsible for, the responsible for, it's, it's, more passive. It's not something that grabs attention. Um, Maybe instead of responsible for handling relationship management, you could use the action verb forged, mutually beneficial relationships, um, or spearheaded, maybe like a powerful action verb, spearheaded a project generating $50,000 in additional revenue. You know, um, keeping in mind to use those powerful action verbs at the beginning of each uh, sentence slash bullet point to not have a hiring manager have a snooze fest basically by saying responsible for this, responsible for that. So making sure to use powerful action verbs and also switching, uh, making sure not to be too repetitive, which any, of course, me and you as writers, you know, we'll know that Rita, but um, a lot of people don't, don't know that or aren't writers. So if you're constructing your own resume, change it up. Try not to repeat too much and use like powerful, powerful action verbs. Um, Another thing I would say is to focus on accomplishments versus purely tasks. It's okay to mention everyday tasks that you do. For example, if you're in sales, you know, you may say, you know, prospects, whatever it is, 10 to 20, you know, new leads a day. That's fine. It's fine to say that, but that's something that, of course, you're in sales. It's expected to do. Um, Mentioning more accomplished-based activities that uh, differentiate you from the average salesperson is good. So let's say that you increase sales by 20%, you know, in a six-month period. You want to put, you want to focus on accomplishments and result-based activities like uh, that 
that really show that you're delving, you know, that you're pushing things forward and that you're going outside of what's expected of you to, and uh, that example, increase revenue and not just, not just focusing on the everyday day-to-day tasks that anyone would have. I'll mention maybe one more um, is to uh, target, target, target. So um, without getting too technical, most companies use something called an ATS, an applicant tracking system. So this is a software to where when you submit your resume, it will go through the software. And if it passes, it will go, if it passes virtually through the software, it will be handed off to a real live person, a recruiter, hiring manager. And if it fails, it'll kind of just be thrown out into the bunch. And 75% Uh, of resumes are rejected through this applicant tracking system. So you really want to focus on kind of a a key to help pass through the system is to have the right keywords in your resume. So any job description uh, that you're applying to, make sure to, excuse me, a frog in my throat, (laughs) make sure to um, use as many similar uh, phrases or keywords in your resume that the job description has that will help this software to to recognize and say, oh, this is what this job description is looking for. It's these elements are contained in the resume. Let me pass it through. So yes, those are, I mean, I could go on and on, but those those are three, hopefully very useful tips. Always make sure too, that your resume format is current and not not out of date not looking like it's from like the 1990s or early <laughs> that's probably my resume there from the <laughs> 1990s. when you're telling me this i'm like yeah my one so is like way back um i mean i'm not going to reveal my age on this podcast but yeah way way back <laughs> I, I hear well hopefully it helped hopefully it helped. yeah because I, I, mean, I love the way you you know you put on there focusing on your achievements and I think that's what many um of us like have not actually done we focus on the duties that we've done and I know even like when I think back to my resume um it was just like a list of the duties and it like you know same words like spearheaded which I love is like that wasn't used and even back in the day it was like they never told us to think like that. But now listening to you, it's like looking for a a job and changing career is almost like what you would do to set up a business, you know, like the keywords and and the empowering words that you would use. And then obviously this ATS system, like, you know, this thing that's, that's come up and checking the keywords and have you got that? I mean, yeah, it is like your own business it's practically the same the effort you have to put into it is the same as what you do for a website that's what it sounds like that's a really interesting that's a very good point and interesting that you mentioned that and you're totally right um because as you mentioned it's what you would do you know as an entrepreneur and as you mentioned with websites and keywords and it just reminded me of a CEO, you know, search engine optimization or, you know, where, where you're uh, like, say on my blog or on my website for my business, where it's constantly to get more traffic, you know, so that's, that's really great. I, it's funny. I don't know if I've actually um, thought of it in that way, but you're absolutely right, Rita. Um, that's, that's super keen. I mean, and, and a way, you know, 
the process itself of applying for a job is, <laughs> is like, you know, as you mentioned, being an entrepreneur, you have to even do the job um, process. I believe it's, you know, uh, one out of 10 uh, resumes, um, you know, may not even be considered all the time for an interview. So it's just, I think at, at max, it depends on the person, one out of 10 may be considered just for an interview, not even like potentially for, for the job, but just to be called in. And that's really being an effective resume. So it's a numbers game, just like being an entrepreneur is a numbers game um, and attracting clientele. And there's other elements that go into it, of course, you know, being more uh, authentic and higher quality and getting referrals. Those were all, even as an entrepreneur, up, up, you know, the amount of business that you close. But um, it's, it essentially is a numbers game, just like the job application process where you have to be patient and strategic, you know, as, as you were mentioning too, about uh, keywords. And so, yeah, that, that's a really great parallel. I'm going to have to... <laughs> Yeah, you don't mind. I may, I may use it sometimes. That, some... That's fine. <laughs> yeah, that will re always remind you of this podcast. So I'll that's... be like, I'll be like, courtesy of Rita Hurley. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I mean, one other thing that um, obviously our listeners um, probably don't know um, is that you are also spiritual lady. So how do you blend? Because it because one of the things I notice, especially um, which is one of the reasons why I do what I do, is a lot of um, professional, high achieving women, they often feel like, OK, that it's all go, go, go. Their career, you know, um, achieving the success, which is brilliant and amazing, but also the spiritual side often gets neglected. But I know that you're quite spiritual as well. So how has spirituality affected your life and, and your career? Sure. Yes, spirituality has affected my life in many different aspects. Um, specifically, I'm a firm believer of what you put out energetically, you'll get back, you know, um, whether positive or, or, or negative. And mm -hmm. I tend to in part naturally, or maybe it's an, and in part consciously, and with effort, you know, keep my vibes high, as they say, so that I can exert good energy towards those around me, and in return, attract positivity back. So, um, you know, I, I, so it's interesting how to kind of manifest different ways. And in business, um, you know, what I do, as I kind of alluded to earlier, is fulfilling for me, not just financially, but because of helping individuals and in oftentimes really tough parts of their life or where they feel stuck and changing jobs, things like that, even sometimes taking bigger life changes in the job. It's just one aspect of that. So um, I do, you know, some, you know, sometimes even though I'm, even though I'm not technically a, <laughs> a um, therapist or, or a spiritual coach like you, with people that are coming to me because sometimes they do feel spiritually broken or they've been employed for a long amount of time, or they have to just up and change their job because they got laid off, you know, and it's devastating that some people do feel in that moment broken. And, you know, am I, I, of course, you know, I can't talk the whole hour giving them just a pep talk, but within the resume writing experience and asking them questions on the technical aspect just me and my authenticity 
I'll also make sure to throw in some, some little, some little pep things and to keep trying to keep, you know, the, the hope and the positivity in their minds through this process too. And, you know, maybe not every resume writer feels that they have to do that, but to me, it's just natural. Like if someone, I can't just say, okay, once you work here, okay, next, okay, yeah. next. <laughs> That's not you. <laughs> it's, it's not me yeah. at all. So, you know, um, you know, I could, I can get to the crux of the technical info we need, but also, you know, I, I'm naturally, you know, feeling the energy of the person. So just those little pick-me-ups, you know, even in passing that I feel make a big difference to them and helps me spiritually. So that's just one way I apply it in terms of professionally. Um, also on a daily basis, you know, not everyone um, is spiritual religious, but I, I do write in a prayer journal to pray over my friends, family, those that are suffering. I need to be better. I, I used to be consistent about it every day. I need to probably pick it up, you know, and, and do that again. But um, I do feel and know from personal experience, there's much power in prayer, you know, so I try to pray as often as I can. And what, what I call prayer for me is what some people call meditation for them. It's what other people call, you know, putting good vibes out. So, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's not necessarily even like what I consider super religious. It's just about putting those positive, uh, and there's nothing wrong with being religious if you are, but putting those positive, um, you know, affirmations out. And for me as a writer, I also like putting things on paper. Sometimes they just kind of resonate, uh, with me stronger. I can meditate on them more when I see them visually. So that's, that's what, that's what helps. So, you know, regardless of, you know, if you consider yourself religious or not, I think just being, you know, um, knowledgeable about energy and, uh, about, I guess the, the spirituality in the world, keeping one's thoughts and energy pure and of love, I, I feel it will definitely attract better things towards uh, you, you know, versus emitting counterproductive or kind of lower vibrational thoughts or things that aren't aren't positive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, definitely, I hundred percent agree with you there. And I think a lot of it is that body, mind, spirit balance, isn't it? It's like having the mind is the career and, you know, being the go-getter and getting your mind focused. And then the body is like the exercising, what you put into your body and how you look after it. And then obviously the spiritual side, which is, and as you, as you said, you know, be that prayer, be that meditation and giving out the the good energy so that you um you get that like attracts like vibe so that all all is good around you all the good energy so yes that and i i think what's important is also that having that good energy around you and attracting those good things because we often get stuck in our head don't we of um especially if there's a hurdle it's very easy to get into your head without actually having some sort of release when you have those moments of struggle either the day's gone busy or some you know you're stressed what would you say is your go-to is it exercising is it going away I mean or is there you know just a regime or is it like you said prayer meditation what would you say is your main go-to yeah for me personally I would say um two main things help as you hit on exercise. I mean, people that do, 
either know me personally or, you know, follow some of my social media, especially my my personal non-business pages. <laughs> like one of the things for like, I always see you working out. And and it's so, it's so um and my and when people say to me, they're like, you're jumping around because I do a lot of like, <laughs> yeah. high intensity, cra- crazy looking, you know, exercises. But you know, for me, for me, it's um it is, it's it's a way to release. Sometimes it will be in the middle of the day, like if I've had maybe several client calls if it's a busier day and I've had several like maybe back to back client calls or or business activities and I know I have like an hour 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 and a half um, of uh, time before jumping to the next thing you know sometimes even if it's a short workout or whatever you know I'll I'll usually incorporate that because it just helps me to feel better and I know um you know, that's, that's something that a lot of people that are into working out find, you know, whether you're into working out or not, one other thing that I do find is very helpful is it, it sounds simple, but in that moment, if you're feeling overwhelmed, just like sobbing and just like taking a moment of silence and kind of just talking to yourself and saying, I'm feeling overwhelmed in this moment. Yeah. You know, things are going to align. I think half the battle is like self-talk and don't get me wrong. Like we, I, I am by no means a, I would like to say I'm a perfect individual. I am by no means not. There's sometimes where I'm like, oh my God, I'm getting stressed and, you know, and maybe a little workout up. And then I'll just kind of say, you know what, If, if it's not working out, it's saying, okay, let me take this moment. Let me take, even if it's like two minutes, so it doesn't even have to be like 30 minutes, just you know, to just calm down. I personally like, um, I'm kind of a nerd. So I like, playing. I have this uh, chess app, chess.com app on my phone. And sometimes even if it's just like playing a minute or two of a chess game, or if I can't play with the light versus the computer, something that I enjoy, but that, that, um, you know, if I don't have a whole bunch of time to get into to almost like divert my brain from something stressed onto, onto something that I enjoy and then say, okay, now I have to go back from work, but just kind of taking that reset moment, yeah. uh, a deep breath, um, talking to yourself, a quick, you know, part of a chess game or whatever that that kind of calms your mental activity down and puts you in a, uh, a more even, you know, balanced mental state. Yeah, it's yeah, helpful. That's true. that's true. I think for me, if I try to play ch- chess, it would be <laughs> frustrating because I can't play it. <laughs> You know, I've seen that series. What was it? A Queen's oh, the Queen's Gambit. Like, oh my gosh, no wonder she stays up at night. <laughs> oh yeah, the Queen's Gambit. I know that was so good. I love that one. <laughs> but you're right. That's what that might stress you more out. So maybe not chess. Yeah, maybe something like I don't know. In America, do you have snakes and ladders? Um, I've heard of. I have heard of uh, snakes and ladders. I know people that have played it. I've just never played it. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. So it's just something so simple, which you know, you either go up the board or you're coming back down. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no. no, that they, that was absolutely. I love that because. Um, it's it's important for people to know that when they get stressed is give yourself that break give your mind that break to come away and then go back in with almost that fresh perspective so that was that was awesome so where can our listeners go to find out more about you and resume makeover yes um well you can go to my website which is resume makeover.com all spelled out as normal but i'll spell it out r e s like sam u m like mark e and then makeover.com um or you can follow me on my instagram business page resume dot 
makeover. And for resume help, you know, please shoot me or just to say hello, you can always shoot me an email to leslie at resumemakeover.com. My name's spelled a little bit different um, than the average Leslie. So it's L-E-S. L-E-Y at resumemakeover.com. Don't hesitate to reach out anytime. I'd love to um, uh, be in touch. And you can always say, hey, I heard you on the the um, Body, Mind, Soul show with Rita Hurry. And I'll say, oh, that's great. So I, I love to hear from, from people and keep in touch. Excellent, excellent. So listeners, make sure you do contact Leslie for any tips. It could be workout tips. It could be... Um, blogging tips, whatever it is, I'm sure she'd welcome you with open arms. But again, and also, of course, resumes, because it sounds you are definitely an expert in that area. I've learned a lot in this interview. So, Leslie, I want to say thank you so much. I could continue asking you questions for ages, but again, (laughs) time is against us. But maybe, you know, you never know. I might get you back on the show and we'll just talk about whatever comes up. (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, of course, I'd be open to that anytime. And I, I'm so grateful for to be uh, your special guest. I really appreciate it being on, on your podcast. Thank you. Okay, listeners, that's it for another episode. So um, please feel free to contact Leslie if you are in need of a resume makeover. Until next time, I say Goodbye and speak to you all soon. Bye. I hope you enjoyed the show. Stay tuned for more tips, motivation, and of course, inspiration coming up real soon. If you want to email me and send me messages of what you thought of the show or anything you'd love me to cover on the show, please email me at Coach Rita at swastialiving.com. Swastia Living is S-W-A-S-T-H-Y-A-L-I-V-I-N-G.com. See you real soon. Bye. enjoyed the show stay tuned for more tips motivation and of course inspiration coming up real soon if you want to email me and send me messages of what you thought of the show or anything you'd love me to cover on the show please email me at coachrita at swastialiving.com Swastia Living is S-W-A-S-T-H-Y-A-L-I-V-I-N-G dot com. See you real soon. Bye.